Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And this is Atlanta. The food, the wine, the entertainment, the lifestyle. This is Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living, sponsored by Vane Innovations. And a gorgeous Saturday to you folks. I'm Belinda Skelton, and we're broadcasting from Del Webb, Lake Oconee. 55 and better, they say. This is where people, 55 and better, uh, you purchase your own home, and here you are with people with like interest, and uh, they have so many different activities community services that they participate in and they just have they're having a fall festival as we speak we're in the community center but we're carrying on our show as normal and we're going to talk more about Dell Webb in just a moment but I have two guests in the studio that are backed by popular demand two of my favorite people David Gibbs uh, president of Gibbs Landscaping and Peter Copsis, vice president of Gibbs Landscape. And guys, people think that spring is the time that you want to get all your stuff in the ground, but y'all are saying really fall, winter may be the best time to get what you want in the ground. Absolutely, Belinda, and thank you so much for having us on the show again. I'm just so sorry I can't see your cute faces. Well, we appreciate that. <laughs> anyway, you are correct, and I really don't know why this trend has seemed to really take off more really over the course of the past 10 years. I think it may be the big box retailers who really begin to put out tremendous amounts of plant material in the springtime and consumers see it. Yeah. It, it, maybe that's what's kind of spurred it on, but traditionally when you're landscaping, especially installing new new landscapes, fall is a great time to do this, and in my opinion, it is better, better than in the springtime. And some of the reasons for that is when you're planting a plant material in the fall, for example, deciduous trees, and deciduous trees means trees that drop their leaves in the fall, and you're planting those trees, there's no leaves for the tree to have to support at that time, so it completely Ooh. focuses on establishing its root system, and you're giving it a long period of time to establish its root system before it gets back into summer. Okay. The, the same thing really applies to uh, evergreen trees and shrubs uh, because the metabolisms of the plant greatly slow down and even though they have leaves there's just not a lot of energy being put back into the leaves and they're there do the same thing they really focus on establishing their root systems and getting rooted in versus trying to take care of their leaves and support them well that makes total sense so if now is a now is a great time. I mean, you're saying even into early winter. 
Yeah, it, it really is. How and far into it? How far is pushing it? I think in in different parts of the country, it could probably become a challenge because ground really freezes. But here in Atlanta, we we traditionally don't have that problem. <laughs> So we plant, you know, throughout the entire winter. Now, if we do get into some type of abnormal cold phase where we have really freezing temperatures and the ground freezes, we probably push off projects that Gibbs Landscape does, and homeowners mm -hmm. should probably do the same thing. But you can basically plant throughout the entire winter here in the Atlanta area. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, folks, if you have a question about how to make your landscape even better, give us a call, 404-872-0750. That's 404-872-0750. I know I see a lot of people doing a lot of stuff right now with their lawn, uh, aerating, seeding, and um, this is the time right now, if you correct me, if that, that you need to be aerating and seeding what, fescue? Yeah, right now we are finishing up our aerating and seeding of our fescue turf grasses right now. And basically we'll typically begin that in you know, mid to the latter part of uh, September. This year it has been extremely warm, so it's been pushed out a little bit where we're still doing some of that work. But that's a key thing for um, people in Atlanta to think about at this time. If they do have a fescue lawn, you want to come in and you want to spray out with uh, a Roundup-type product any type of weeds that you have in the lawn. Uh, if you've gotten some warm season grasses like Bermuda that have shown themselves a little bit in the fescue lawn, spray those areas out. Ooh, then, I didn't do that. Yeah, then basically dethatch those areas that you sprayed out. And that's basically, you can take a weed eater and just weed eat the dead blades down of the weeds or the Bermuda grass. Mm -hmm and then rake it out until you have uh, soil right there. Then come back and aerate, overseed, and apply a starter fertilizer at that time, and you should get really good germination. One thing that people should really remember as well is when you do the aeration overseeding, you want to keep that seed moist so it will germinate correctly. So typically we like to water it twice a day for very short intervals. So, you know, in the morning time, kind of give it give it a little bit of water, and then again in the afternoon, give it a little bit of water so that seed stays moist. Okay, Peter, how long? Because City of Atlanta, do you know what you're asking me to do? Yeah, I do, Belinda, I do. And, you know, basically <laughs> what and it is it's easier than it sounds because you're really doing short intervals and if okay, you have an autumn how long? Yeah, basically if you have uh, rotors which are going to be heads <clears throat> that, you know, spray around back and forth a fixed head would be an irrigation head that just sprays in one direction. Uh -huh. But if you have rotors, you may want to run them if it's, and it's going to depend on the sun or shade, how much sun you're getting, but you right. may want to run them um, five, ten minutes, twice a day. Okay. Spray heads maybe, you know, three to five minutes, twice a day. If it's in more sun, though, you're going to have to dial that time up. Lord, I'm going to have to rob a bank. Okay, but if you don't do that, then you, if, if it dries out, if that seed head dries out, then it's done. Well, it, your germination percentage is going to drop greatly if it dries out uh, versus keeping it moist. Uh, the big thing is, too, you really only have to do this for a short period, though, you know, the first few weeks, and then you're going to see the new uh, seed germinating. And at that point, you know, you don't have to do the twice-a-day watering. Okay, so how long will we have to, how long before it germinates? 
typically when you put the seed down it's going to start germinating in the first uh, 10 days to two weeks and after about uh, four to five weeks you should have really good germination oh, and that's good. that's the first time you're going to do the first mowing on it so you're going to let it uh, sit there for about five weeks it's going to grow up it's going to be a little bit tall and then at that five week mark is when you're going to do your first mowing Okay, we are speaking with David Gibbs and Peter Kopsis with Gibbs Landscape. What we're doing is talking about how to enhance your outdoor landscape. You know, you stay inside and you look out the windows and you're like, oh, that's so beautiful. But what we want you to do is get outside, expand that landscape and enjoy it and expand your footprint of your house and enjoy it more. Maybe uh, build some hardscape, some patio, a fire pit, um, an outdoor uh, eating area. And, and they can help you with that. And we can take your calls, 404-872-0750. That's 404-872-0750. And you guys have won over 300 major awards uh, in this area. Uh, Consumer's Choice Awards loves you guys. Y'all got my front yard looking wonderful and side yard. So, and lots of the listeners love you. So let's speak with Andrea in Conyers. Andrea, you're on WSB. How are you today? I'm fine. How are you? Good. How can we help you? Um, I have, um, wait a minute. I have to turn the radio down. I know that. Yeah, go ahead and turn it off. Okay. Hmm. Can't hear her. She turned the radio off. Uh, <laughs> I, just, I got upset because of what I, I was heard on the radio, and I am now too. Okay, what I was telling the, the man that picked up the phone, my grass two years ago, uh, the next spring, in other words, all the grass was gone. And I had a beautiful lawn. Mm -hmm. And it was questioned, you know, as to whether or not my, the lawn guy killed it. Because he'd used, you know, those sprays on it that they do. I've forgotten what you call it. The, um, where the, they, they're spraying different things a couple of times a year. The pre-emergence, post-emergence. Yeah, yeah. And... I questioned him, and he said, no, he could not have. Well, in the meantime, too, I talked to a friend that lives in McDonough, and he found some that also with centipede had lost all their grass. And um, then a girl back behind us, my son talked to her, and she said, yes, she lost all of hers. So I wondered if you had heard of this. Oh, hi, Andrea. It's... um. What what kind of grass do you have now? It's a good it was question. Centipede. Centipede. Did it did it die out? Because they're very cold damage. Now, some of it right straight down the middle of the backyard. Uh, it's trying was trying to come back this summer. I mean, it it made a pretty good had a pretty good place of it. Okay, they do not like the cold weather, and we've seen a lot of that die out in the winter. Really? Yeah, and you then it looks... I've never though, had any trouble with it, and you're talking 50 years. Yeah, it does that. I mean, sometimes it'll just go gray for years, and then it'll die. But that's typically the case, unless whoever sprayed it just 
went in with some type of post emerge when it was too hot and sprayed weeds. I wonder. I'd, okay. I'd had it so long, and he, of course, he says he didn't. And you, my son's talking about a line. I don't know what he's talking about because I'm handicapped and I can't sure. go out there. But he says there's a line of grass that he and my brother looked at, and it, it, they both said he killed it. Okay. He I could, don't know what they're talking about, a line. Yeah, he could have put, it could have been too hot, and if he did put the post-emerge out when it was hot during the summer, he could have damaged it. I would recommend, you can't plant it right now, it's getting too cool, ground temperatures. Wait till the uh, spring and then replant it if you want to do centipede again. That's probably the best thing to do, unless you want to switch grasses. Bermuda. What I like. uh, sure, yeah, Bermuda be great or zoysia. Uh, it's great too, and um, you could just do that. Uh, you know, I'd say April sometime. April May is the best time. And just please uh, make sure you water it in real good when you do it. Okay. Down. Thank you for your call, Andrea. Thank you, David, for that. You're We're going to take a break. We are broadcasting live from the Dell Web on Lake Oconee, 55 and better. It's the only one in the country with lake access, and we're having a fall festival here, so um, I'm going to cruise around in the break and see what I can buy, and uh, we'll come back with more of your tips on how, how to improve your landscape and bring more of your footprint outside with Gibbs Landscape. Call 404-872-0750 if you'd like to get your question answered. You're, living, it, uh, you're listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSV. Depend on it. Now more of Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living. And welcome back to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton. We are broadcasting live from Del Webb, Lake Oconee. And they're having a festival. And, of course, these wonderful ladies bake. And I just bought the biggest piece of chocolate cake. And now I can't speak. It's so rich. It's delicious. But I know who can speak. David Gibbs, president of Gibbs Landscaping, and Peter Kopsis, vice president. And we're talking today about really bringing your outdoor landscape to life. Don't let it be just the space around your house. Let it be something you can be proud of when you pull up in the driveway, when you have friends over. Extend your footprint of your house outdoors. Don't just look at it through the window. Go out and enjoy it. And so, guys, thank you so much for spending your Saturday with me. Thank you always, so much. Yes, I always love it when you're on. Okay, I'm putting you back to work. How about let's speak with Linda in Duluth. Linda, you're on with Gibbs Landscaping and WSB. How are you today? Great. How are you doing? I'm stuffing my face with chocolate cake. <laughs> Sounds like a good way to spend a Saturday afternoon. Oh, goodness, Linda. That music means I'm going to have to put you on hold and eat more cake. Okay. Okay. When we come back, we're going to talk to you about your retaining wall. So stay tuned. We'll be back more with Gibbs Landscape right after this. This is News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And this is Atlanta. The food, the wine, the entertainment, the lifestyle. This is Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living, sponsored by Vane Innovations. And welcome back to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton. What a gorgeous Saturday. UGA Dogs taking a break this week. Lots of stuff to do. 
Uh, David Denz is going to be um, up next to tell you what you have available to you this weekend to occupy those uh, empty hours where you would be watching football today. So I have with me David Gibbs, president of Gibbs Landscaping, and Peter Copsis with Gibbs Landscaping, and they're my two buds that guide me and provide information and my experts on the radio about outdoor living and how to enhance what you have around your house. Don't let it be just a space between your house and your property line. Let it be your outdoor living. Take advantage. Don't just look out the window, but go outside and expand your footprint. And uh, you can get so much more living outside and enjoy it. So we were, before I so poorly messed up that break, we were speaking with Linda in Duluth. Linda, you're on WSB and with David and Peter. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you I for waiting. I have a retaining wall that is railroad ties or cross ties, I guess, that is over 20 years old. And they have pretty much rotted and are starting to bulge. And that wall has to be replaced. It's probably two, two and a half feet tall. And I wanted a recommendation on something economical yet attractive to what type of material to go in there with. Okay, Linda. Thanks so much for calling in. So the wall is about 20 years old, you said, and it was a railroad tie wall? Right. Okay. Yeah, that's going to be something that's uh, very typical. You know, we see that every day. And when you're looking at replacing that, you know, you'll have several choices. Uh, I believe you said you wanted to look more on the economical way, but something that would look nice as well. Right. And if you're looking in that direction, probably a modular block wall is what I would recommend there. Mm -hmm. There are many, many material differences and looks that you can pick from with all the modular block walls that are available to us today. And the really beautiful thing about them is, is when you do install those, they last for a long time. It's not going to rot out like your uh, landscape timber or railroad tile walls do. And so, Linda, before they looked, they had a look of a very um, a kind of an industrial look, but not anymore. Right. Yeah, so, you know, what I would do is, if it's something you need help on, you can certainly call Gibbs Landscape and we can help you with that. Uh, but if you want just to get some ideas, I would search online. Uh, one really good manufacturer of these type of walls is called Pavestone. And you okay. could just go look on their website and probably look at a lot of the different uh, finishes that they have on the wall and, and different types of materials that they make. But I'm sure you'll find something in there that you like, and that's a really good way to go for something of high quality, but it's still going to be much more economical than building a natural stone wall. Well, I know this, is, this would be hard for you to do, but say that, well, the back of the lot drops off, and that's where that wall is. But it's probably, if I had to guess, Ooh, 60 to 75 feet across the back of the lot there where that wall is. Mm -hmm. And if I go in with something, like you said, economical and durable, I'll, can you give me any kind of a price range idea on that? 
it's it's almost impossible for me to do that because there's a lot of factors. It depends a lot on the difficulty, how far it is to get materials from when they're dropped off at your house back there. There's there's many many factors that go in that. Right. What I would recommend um, if you're looking for someone to do it, I, I would call um, our company. You can reach us at seven seven zero four three two seven seven six one, and it'd be our pleasure to have one of our landscape architects come out and meet with, and they can give you a um, estimate on what it would be to do it. Okay. All right. Very good, then. Thank you so much for your information. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks for your call, Linda. Okay. Let's be quick and go to the phone lines and speak with uh, Lana, I believe your name is, and Mauro. Lana, you're on WSB and with David and Peter. Hello. Thank you so much for taking my call. Sure. What's your question? Well, I have 14 trees in the backyard, and uh, last Easter, you know, the leaves were coming in. I go off on vacation, come back, uh, and the leaves started falling. They would get new leaves. They started falling. And finally, I realized that uh, whatever happened to my trees, they died. So I'm having them removed um, either Tuesday or Wednesday is the last of removing my 14 trees. Uh, Now, you know, I have a bare uh, lot because of the shade. so now I would like to have a suggestion of maybe a type of, you know, maybe one or two trees, not as many as I had back there. and But now I need a type of a grass to put down. And it has to be pet-friendly because I have uh, four pup dogs uh, that, you know, love the backyard. Hi, Lana. Is uh, the trees that uh, had died, do you know what kind of trees they were? Uh, I had... Um, Dog, uh, dogwood, and I had uh, the red tip. Red tip fetinia? Yes. Okay. Now those all died, so you're talking about you want to put some trees back in and then some grass? Is that what you want to do? Correct. Okay. So the trees, do you want to screen something out, or what are you trying to... main thing we try just to do is try to find some, a goal. Yeah, just some shade for, for the pup dogs. Um, the cryptomeria are also great if you want something to kind of... Uh, is a good screen. Nellie R. Stevens are good too. You know, that's a that's a tree that'll work. Uh, Emily Bruners are great too. If you want to kind of screen an area, and then if you want to put turf down, are you talk? What did you have before? Did you have fescue or zoysia? Uh, it had some Bermuda, but you know, it, it, with all the shade, it just did not do well. Okay, I would definitely recommend the uh, fescue. And uh, yeah, and fescue you can do you could do all that right now. The sod's coming in on fescue, so you could either seed it or you could uh, sod it right now. So either way, okay. A lot of options on trees. I mean, there's a lot of different things depending if you want a flowering tree or you want more of an evergreen screen tree. The ones I gave you were more like a uh, screening tree to screen off an area. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Very much. All right. Thanks for your call. We're going to quickly move through these guys. Let's talk to Tom in Johns Creek. Tom, you're on Atlanta Living and speaking with David and Peter. What's your question? Yes, well, thank you for taking my call. I've got two questions, actually. One is uh, we have maple trees that um, they have like a sooty, dark black bark on them, and it seems that it's killing portions of the trees. Not the whole tree at this point, but just portions of them. And I wanted to know if you knew what that was and if there was any kind of a remedy that we should consider. 
for that. And the other one is I have a large post oak tree. I believe it's a post oak, probably about three foot in diameter or better uh, in my backyard. That um, this year in particular, we've noticed, and it was early in the year that it started doing it. Um, it kept its leaves, but they're kind of crinkly and and I don't know what to say, warty looking as far as the leaves themselves. I'm curious if you would have any insight there. Uh, hey Tom, thanks for calling. Great question. Um, the uh, maple tree. Do you know what kind of maple it is? Is it sugar maple, red maple? I believe I believe they're sugar maples because the leaves turn a very beautiful red, and uh, you know there's several of them. Okay, it has a. Did you say it's like a city like mold on the leaves? If the bark is dark, okay, um, and it's just you know it's not the whole tree, but it's portions of the tree where the bark is just really dark, and then. One tree has it, another tree doesn't at this point. Okay, it's uh, how how old is the tree roughly? Is it pretty old? Uh, rough, roughly 14, 13 years. Yeah, it sounds like it's going through a lot of stress. So I'd highly recommend doing. Uh, we do these these deep root injections, where you uh, go in deep root and you put all kinds of fertilizer and uh, you know fungicides and into the injected into the tree, and that will help. And uh, of course, water will help a lot too, but it sounds like a stress issue to me, unless you see holes in it where it could be possibly bores or something like that in there. Yeah, I didn't know. I'd heard there might be some kind of a uh, fungus or something like that that's attacking maple trees in general. I didn't know if that's what that was, was or not. Yeah, if it does have a type of fungus, it could. The injections will typically take care of that because they get into the okay. tree a lot faster. All right. Um, and then the post oak. The post oak is, is it on the leaves? Um, it's the leaves themselves. They're just kind of regular than the normal, you know, healthy-looking leaves. They got kind of crinkly. Like okay. They were, um, and they've been this way since the spring, you know, for this year. Okay. And it kept its leaves, but it's a little sparse, and they're just kind of crinkled up. It just doesn't look healthy. Yeah, it could have that anthracnose on the oaks, and that does affect the leaves. Again, the deep root injection will cover that, and that's the best thing because it'll quickly get the, the uh, product into the tree cambium and it's going to fight it off a lot faster so you what know. did you say that was it's a uh, uh the uh, the product the deep root injections or the the problem pro problem and the product there's a uh, anthracnose uh you can look it up online it's a type of fungus that gets in and it will cause that problem on the leaf okay. and it comes up through the uh you know it'll start sometimes in the root system come on up through but Deep root injections, we do those. A lot of companies do them, and uh, very inexpensive and easy thing to do. Okay. All right. I'm going to have to end it there for you, Tom. Thank you so much Thanks, for Tom. your call. And uh, we have a few more that we can't get to. Somebody wanted to ask about pet-friendly grass, type of fescue grass for dry and shade. Uh, somebody wants to congratulate you on Gibbs Garden. Um, folks, you can call Gibbs Landscape anytime, any day at what number, guys? You can reach us at 770-432-7761, or you can reach us online at gibbslandscape.com. And I can't thank you guys enough for joining me and being my uh, my landscape experts. And you can also take care of the hardscaping things um, about uh, you know fire pits and and and.
patios and things like that. But check out uh, Gibbs Landscape online and give them a call and you won't be sorry. So thank you so much, guys, for joining us. Thank you so much for having us, Belinda. Thank next you so much, Belinda. Next time I want to see you. Absolutely. Okay. Get, that, get that fescue in your backyard taken care of. I can tell <laughs> yes. you're worried. I am worried. Okay, coming up next is Breaking Chews with David Danzig. A lot's going on this weekend. Stay tuned. Now, back to Belinda Skelton. Welcome back, y'all, to Atlanta Living. It is time for Breaking Chews. Now, this is our weekly check-in on all the up-to-the-minute breaking news about local restaurants, chefs, festivals. I'm here with my favorite foodie correspondent, David Danzig, of the website BitesAndSites.net, also a food writer for Atlanta Social Season Magazine, and, of course, BelindaSkelton.com. Hey, it looks like a lot of stuff's happening this weekend on the food scene. Yeah, so a lot of people are probably already there or on their way to Taste of Atlanta. That's going on right now. That's 90 of the top restaurants in Midtown. It's really the Super Bowl of the food festivals here. Um, If you're not there today or you're not going, the festival is on tomorrow. And I've got a link at BelindaSkelton.com to get your tickets for tomorrow. So definitely check that out. Now, later tonight, if you don't have plans... Lovers of brown liquor, like myself and you, be, yeah. um, are going to be excited to embark upon Whiskies of the World, mm-hmm. the ultimate whiskey experience. And that is at the Intercontinental Hotel in Buckhead. They're going to have over 200 whiskey oh expressions from around the globe. There's going to be distillers and brand ambassadors. It's just a, a great way to uh, enjoy some brown liquor. Now, tickets are $140. That's general admission. But... Our good friends at Atlanta Living, all you need to do is go to BelindaSkelton.com and we have a discount Woo-hoo! code for you. Just put in WSB and you will save 15%. Oh, wow. So go to w, uh, go to BelindaSkelton.com. I got a special code to save money on the Whiskeys of the World experience tonight. And then tomorrow... Kevin Rathbun's Krog Bar celebrates its birthday bash. They have a wine, pig, and paella party. Um, I love Kevin. Yeah, it's the best. Uh, Cost for the party is $58. I got a link at BelindaSkelton.com. And then for next weekend, I also have a great link at BelindaSkelton.com. There's a party that's going to be at the top of Pond City Market, Skyline Atlanta. It's going to be a Halloween party. You have to check that out. Again, I have all these links up at your website, BelindaSkelton.com. It's a beautiful thing. There is no reason for you to sit at home this weekend or next because there's so much going on go to belindaskelton.com and where can we find you during the week my website is bitesinsights.net and my facebook twitter and instagram are chock full of fun things to follow you're listening to atlanta living only on news 95.5 and am 750 wsb depend on it Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.